Hi friends and welcome to another episode of Keeping It Theoretically Real. I'm Jessica, your host. Um, Today I'm just kind of going to ramble a little bit and see where this goes. Um, I really kind of felt this need uh, to kind of maybe just share some free flowing thought in hopes that it may actually piece together and be something meaningful for one of you out there listening. So, um, here it goes. So oftentimes we don't realize it until much later how after the abuse that we endure in childhood for those of us who may not have experienced the picturesque ideal childhood that a very small portion I feel of the population has um you know we just end up as adults asking so little from life you know it's like we hit this wall where we just realize oh shit this is the way the world is and it's not safe to ask to have our needs met or ask for those things that we desire. And, you know, I really just prefer to be safe right now. So I'm just going to stay quiet. So, you know, as adults, it's easy to find yourself trapped in what I refer to as the in-between. It's that like time warp that occurs when those memories from like your childhood and your past, like aren't just seen in the rearview mirror of your mind as like nostalgic and like times when life was so much easier and carefree and you didn't have bills but with this like underlying disdain and disgust if you will for how we allowed ourselves to become like such a burden for not being able to adapt better to like the situation that we were in and like beating ourselves up about you know what little us was being put through and how little us was handling that and you know I just think back to like parts of my childhood um and I feel like there's this saying um I don't know if it's a proverb or whatever they would call it but it's um that children are meant to be seen but not heard and so I feel like for those of us that that was practically indoctrinated into us it was like year after year day by day and from one moment to the next you just began to appear smaller and more quiet and subservient over time until you were practically invisible like you were doing everything for no one to notice you because if nobody noticed you or like you know made any awareness that you were in the room or that you were present when a situation was unfolding that almost guaranteed your safety so you were just trying to exist in the tiniest space possible if at all um and if I had to be honest you know I think back and I think like holy shit like that's where this continued miss 
mash of guilt, shame, and these self-defeating thoughts that I've had as an adult over the years has probably actually originated from because, you know, we learn it's better and safer to shrink our requests to have our needs met for maybe something different or we just go along with you know, whatever's offered, even if that means maybe that even like our boundaries are violated and we let go of things that make us happy or seeking those things and just kind of hold out for the hope that in some way or another, we've already paid for like someone else's actions. You know what I mean? Like we've already just kind of like done our due diligence to buy ourselves, um, someone else's peace so we don't have to experience the repercussions of them not being at peace which could be verbal aggression that could be physical aggression emotional aggression you catch my drift so when you have been conditioned all of your life like I have because I would be lying to myself if I said that I wasn't involved in friendships and romantic relationships, you know, through my maybe adult or like high school, late teens into college, into early adult, um, your mid-20s, you know, into friendships and romantic relationships that literally pretty much conditioned me to neglect and forget myself in order to please those that I considered friends or partners that loved me that, but, you know, actually took advantage and abused me. I've found that this journey of learning to love myself over the past six years has really you know, it starts out feeling foreign. (laughs) So not only are you having to like reparent what your parents failed to teach you as a child, but then you're also translating all the other bullshit that was added over the years because as a result of not originally being parented, like you didn't really realize that the way you are seeking love from others and connection from others, whether those were friends or romantic partners, was definitely related to how you were treated by your parents. And so you literally just have to translate all of that bullshit back to yourself in a way that like your heart and mind can make it all make sense because the math has not been mathing for a very long time. But also, you have to make it make sense from the point that it transcends time. Because if you think about it, you have to be very intentional with like the healing work that you do. And that's why I think trauma work, both from a personal experience and also from a professional standpoint as a social worker, is often so tedious and so intentional and so difficult because when it comes to working on like trauma specific healing it's often centered around you having to go back to that point in time in which you are meeting your inner little self and 
figuring out what those needs were back then, what the experience was back then, you know, and kind of comparing that not only to now, but also presenting that little self with that love, understanding, and support that you needed back then and dealing with your inner little self freaking the fuck out and your brain responding from that sense while older you is trying to make sense of everything that happened and reprocess things in a way that your now adult brain isn't reacting from your little brain. Like when you think of that and think of what kind of demand that is that you're taking upon and asking of yourself like that shit takes some serious courage and some serious like fucking balls to even want to begin or seek out or come to the realization that that's what you need if your life is ever going to start moving forward or you know what I mean if you're ever going to get unstuck or get into connections with a friend group or a romantic partner that you truly desire. It's like you almost have to do this reprogramming all the way back to where the problem originated and work your way to the forefront of the age that you're at now to really find your way forward. And I don't think people really explain that process in that standpoint for those of us who were on the journey to maybe be understood in a way that shows us a little more compassion from others because I think what often happens is people think like oh, you're healed and you're over it. Like you're working through it, you're going to get over it or you're over it or it's going to happen in a snap. And I want to tell you personally that I am about two, two and a half years into trauma-informed therapy, addressing childhood stuff, and I still have moments that bring me to my knees where I am gasping for air because I am crying so hard from something that I all of a sudden remember that I have stuffed for decades. And so, you know, I my recent situation ended, as I have mentioned previously, And it's like, you know, this person gets upset with me and her first go-to is like, you say that you're healing or that you've healed things, but you haven't healed and like bringing up trauma reactions without taking into consideration that, you know, some of us have just literally been to hell and back and we recognize that there is a problem. But what sets us apart from the others is that we are, sorry, we are doing our damnedest (laughs) to climb out 
from the pits of hell that we were not only thrown in, but we buried ourselves in because it was the only option that we had to survive. Fortunately for me, I can only remember my trauma starting from around the age of four or five. But for some people, that shit was happening the day they were born. Maybe even while they were still in the womb. So, I think there's a general overall story, I guess, with this episode. And that is... One of two things. One, I think that a big takeaway is that there really is a need to show kindness and compassion towards others, towards strangers, because you really have no idea how much violence it takes to be this gentle and kind you don't know what people have been through to be who they are um and who they have become and I think unfortunately there's a lot of judgment in this world for who people are and not a lot of acknowledgement of what people have been through to be who they are. Um, So that's my first and foremost. You don't know what shoes people are walking around in. And, you know, a lot of you, if you were to walk in their shoes, wouldn't last five, ten minutes with the self-defeating thoughts in their heads, the flashbacks of the memories that they have, you know. Um, So I really just want people to be cognizant of that. But I also want people to be aware of if you have identified patterns in your life, maybe continuous toxic situations you find yourself in rather that's friendships or romantic partners. Maybe that's even work environments. I really want you to consider the alternative hypothesis as I always love to refer to that as is maybe you know we often like to look for external reasons as to you know why things aren't working out so we like to blame others like oh it was that partner it was something they were doing or it was something about that friend when oftentimes the people that we are attracted to the things about them that irritate us are often be like things being reflected back to us that we aren't aware of that we have that are actually like irritating to us and I also want to say that oftentimes those things that we attract in other people are often things that very closely relate to situations and caregivers from our pasts growing up so I really do think that sometimes if you are really stagnant like you have been stuck and just beat down year after year by the same types of people the same types of relationship then at some point 
you may have to consider taking a real inward look because there could be a lot of residual things from your past that you may not be aware of or cognizant of that is in fact impacting your forward movement into the future and the life you want to have because I'm going to be point blank period and honest with all of you who are listening and end this episode because I could clearly ramble for hours um, by saying that you know I really didn't start seeing a shift in my life becoming more peaceful um, more at ease and like really good fulfilling things start to enter my life but also those toxic patterns and toxic connections leave my life until I started tackling those difficult childhood memories so I think there is something really kind of profound to say in that so that's kind of food for thought as you wait for me to you know formulate the next episode so in the meantime kind of let that brew about in your brain and as always if you have any specific questions about this episode about my journey you can reach out so take care and until next time